Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Tina and I am joined today by my amazing co-host Colleen. And today we have a special guest, Cameron Matthews, former Walt Disney World and Disneyland cast member. He is an actor and recently turned entrepreneur hosting corporate events. But before we introduce you to Cam, we want to take a moment and mention our fabulous sponsors of the show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is an earmarked travel agency and an authorized Disney vacation planner. They can help you with all things Disney. Ready to plan your Walt Disney World vacation? Be sure to reach out to the fantastic agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. Head over to their website, mysticaldreamtravel.com, or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Hey, Colleen, how are you today? I'm great, Tina. How are you? I'm good. Well, I am super excited today because we have a very special guest. I know. Um, I know. We can't wait. Cameron Matthews. I've been looking forward to this all week. <laughs> so, hey, Cam, how are you? I'm great, ladies. How are you? Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. We're honored to have you on our show. So why don't you share a little bit about who you are and your story with our audience? Oh my goodness. Well, just like a citizens of Hollywood character, this is a page turner. Okay. <laughs> this is a page turner. Get ready. Yeah. My name is Cameron Matthews. I am, I know it's weird to hear that former Disney cast member, but yes, I was part of the, the big layoff. That's okay. I worked for Disney for over 23 years, split between the Disneyland Resort and the Walt Disney World Resort. I was in entertainment the entire time. Outside of that, I've been an actor for even longer than that, probably a little over 25 years. And now I'm moving on into my own, as you mentioned, entrepreneurship. I am taking everything I have learned throughout my career with character acting and hosting and hyping up audiences and improvising. And I'm continuing my work. I'm not letting a layoff end my career. So I'm bringing it uh, to the masses now, but I'm the boss now and I'm excited about it. Well, that's awesome. I love it. Now, I met you in 2019 in Pittsburgh at the Discover the Magic tour, and I can only imagine what you're doing is amazing because you were amazing at that show. Oh, that's very kind of you. I mean, it literally is a team that pulled off one of those tours, but you know, it's I have to give a lot of credit and I'm very grateful for those marketing tours. I did those for two years, traveling around the country and in Canada, where I got to meet so many travel agents. And I have to say, I have, can I be honest real quick? Yes. I had no idea that there were still that many travel agents left. That was <laughs> in, this, in the world. You know, it wasn't something I was aware of, but how cool and to learn that this is still a, a big market and people like Disney and Universal and other destinations, they rely heavily on your business. 
Yes. And you know what? I think that it's more important now than ever, considering all the circumstances that just we just went through this past year to use a travel agent. I think it's, you know, very critical and it's helping a lot of the industry bounce back, you know, because of we're able to help our clients and and get them to where they need to be and mm-hmm. help them to understand what's going on at each of these destinations. Yeah, you're the expert in, you know, let let them uh, put all their uh, worries on your shoulders so you can take care of it and you know craft something really nice for them. And that's Absolutely. essentially what I'm doing with my business is taking what could be a boring regular Zoom meeting, because I'm doing a lot of virtual right now, and ramping it up, breaking in, doing something that's energizing, entertaining, effective. And what I mean by effective is you know catering it to your specific business, catering it to, even if it was just a a friend's night out and you're celebrating someone's birthday, it's all customized to you. And that's exactly what I used to do with the mouse. And I'm going to just continue it on now because it's my life's passions, my life's work. I think it's amazing. And I would imagine just because of the amount of Zoom meetings that are happening nowadays. I mean, I have never used Zoom more in my whole life than I have in the last few months. Right. I mean, a year ago from now, who knew what Zoom was? Right. I mean, yeah. making out out of all of the companies they're they're really, you know, bringing it in. But I can imagine there's a pretty good uh, market for this service that you're offering. Well, it, it's true. I have a lot of folks that have been reaching out of, of various companies. And what I keep hearing is that one, people are just very discouraged from 2020, understandably, mm-hmm. in all different types of work. And second of all, they are sick to death of Zoom meetings because they're just, people are missing the contact, they're just missing something exciting to happen. And that's what I want to provide, at least right now. Of course, I would love to go back to live Mm. work and that will come back eventually, but I want folks to rethink your virtual meeting, rethink your virtual experience on Zoom or any other platform like this, that it can be fun, it can be entertaining, you can laugh, Prizes can be given away, but you also can send home a message that is catered to your business or to your brand. And that's what I did for so many years at Disney. And I'm going to keep doing it now. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. We definitely need some joy injected into our Zoom meetings. Absolutely. (laughs) It's true. You know, I... You could always have someone who's going to do a great TED talk, you know, Mm. someone can always give a great speech and you can feel inspired by that. Right. But I think you can also give the message of a TED talk in a more entertaining way. And oh, yeah, (laughs) if it's some wacky character or, you know, just a serious character, but you take a different take on it, something that just breaks up. Here we are, we're talking about the day, the nine to five. Yes, here we're talking yes. here. You know, let's yes. make, it's the nine to five. And mm-hmm. the nine to five is now a new radio show. Who knows? You know, and you can make it a lot of fun and you can you can still get great work out of your clients. You can get still great work out of your coworkers just by energizing, waking them up, you know? Absolutely. Nope, so. I agree. I agree. Well, I invite folks to check check me out. Check me out, not on the Zoom call <laughs> per se. Yeah. But you can go to www.cameronmatthews.com, and that's Matthews with two T's. You can also find me on Facebook, Cameron Matthews Entertainment, and just type in at Cam Actor, C A M A C T O R. 
Now I've That's spent some time on your on your website checking out. Yes, Colleen. Oh yeah, and the um, days of building that website. Listen, <laughs> I have to say the video uh, examples of you, you know, leading. I don't remember it was like a real estate agency, like awards show or something. Like it was amazing. I bet that yeah. was like the best uh, awards banquet that company has ever had. <laughs> You know, they were, it was for the Corcoran group, famous, the name of Barbara Corcoran. Oh, who you oh met my gosh. Twice, I didn't, right? I didn't catch I on didn't... to that, that it was Barbara Cork. Oh my goodness. Wow. Now, Barbara Corcoran does not own the company anymore, but that's where okay. the name comes oh, okay. <laughs> where the name comes from. There, and this is, a, this is a branch for uh, the panhandle of Florida. That's what I did for. Oh. And yeah, they had an award ceremony that was just celebrating all their highest selling real estate agents for 2020. It was a semi-virtual, some were in person. I was the virtual part. And those of you who are listening to this podcast won't be able to see the beautiful Academy Awards-esque champagne bubbles that are behind me. I got to change up the background and make it a fun award show a la Jimmy Kimmel for for their experience. And I also dressed up as Barbara Corcoran at yes, one point. I, I saw that. Yes, I saw that part, and I really didn't put two and two together. I was obviously not paying that close attention. That's all right. When you announced the name of the company, but I did love that you like had outfit changes and different characters. Yes. I mean, it was it was really awesome. And that was a big experience. But you know, if you're looking for something that's not that grand, I do that as well. So I can do like just the Barbara Corcoran part, or I can just host <laughs> a little. 30 minute experience to break up your meeting. Uh, there's so many options for you. And what excites me is to be able to customize it for my clients. Yeah, that is so that is amazing. Now, once this is all done, do you hope to take it like live and in person? Oh, absolutely. And I will consider at this time to still do a live in person. Of course, I'm very COVID conscious and mm -hmm. I'm very safety conscious about it. I, I've been healthy this entire time and I plan on still being healthy yes. this entire time until I get a shot in the arm. So I will consider that, but I think really for the most part at this time, it's, it's virtual. And I also think a lot of companies have changed through this experience. I and agree. I know several of my friends who are still working in different companies where they are permanently yes. going to Zoom as the, everyone's going to work from home now. Yeah. Companies mm -hmm. can save money. So by selling off their, you right. know, their office buildings or yes. getting rid of that lease, Zoom is going to be here. So yeah. Zoom does not have to be a boring experience. No, absolutely. Yeah. I've been surprised at some of the big companies that have announced that their employees could work from home permanently now. So I think, you know, you could be getting these gigs for quite a while. <laughs> You know, here's hoping I'm crossing my fingers, but we'll see, you know, it's, it's nice just to feel after 2020 and, mm. you know, losing my job. And it's nice to feel that I can still do what, what I, what is in yeah. innate in me. I can still do that. And I've actually wanted to do this for years. I've wanted to be uh, my own boss. I've wanted to actually dive more into hosting. I really love hosting. Truth be told, when I was a kid, I loved watching <laughs> This is sad. Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, no oh, I love that show. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. But because I loved the talk show format, I love the talk show format and that I loved watching them. And as I've gotten older, I love, you know, Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of hosting. I love what we're doing right now, having a conversation. And if I can make a living still doing that. Yeah. Awesome. 
Oh, it was a really smart idea, really. It, I mean, it's a really unique. Well, Colleen, I, I'm trying to put out there that we're just not pretty-ish faces as actors. I'm trying to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my daughter is actually uh, looking to, she wants to work at Disney, but she wants to be an actress. And cool. yeah, and Broadway is her ultimate goal right. to get there. And so I, I really enjoy listening to what you have to say because it like gives me hope that there's if if you know she has other options, mm. you know, yes. in the industry uh, besides being like famous or you know however we want to. Well, I lo I love that you brought that up, and I know we're going to get to talking about travel. I apologize if I'm taking. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. We're having a nice conversation talking about my career with Disney. Something else yeah. I did with Disney that gave me a lot in return. I was a teaching artist for Disney Performing Arts. Ooh. And Disney Performing Arts. You probably would know them in the parks, like when high school marching bands come in parades yes, yes, before yeah. the parade, mm -hmm. right? or dance groups come out, mm -hmm. acting groups. Well, I taught workshops. I taught musical theater workshops that were oh, catered wow. to Disney on Broadway shows, Mary Poppins and uh, Cruise Line with Tangled and Beauty and the Beast. And we oh, taught them what? actual Broadway choreography. And what I, it was always just a great experience to teach those who I was them. That, that's what I wanted to do and I'm making it happen. But bringing up that your daughter wants to be on Broadway, yes. I always, tell any students of mine when I'm teaching a workshop that you can make bro Broadway is wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Broadway does not have to be the actual place in New York City. If you are successful in the performing arts, doing what you love to do, getting paid to do it, that's your Broadway. Because mm -hmm. I was like your daughter. I wanted to be on Broadway. Would I still do Broadway? Sure. But you know, honestly, <laughs> it's you know, as life goes on, as adults, as we could tell any kid, you know, your priorities change, you know, I, and I found a lot of success working for Disney and now moving on into this new business of mine. And that's my Broadway. Mm. So it's, you can find the success and it doesn't have to be in New York city. That's awesome. I'm actually going to share that advice with her. Yeah, that's a great it's, message. It's, yes. It's it very is. true. It's very true. It's very true. Now it also takes hard work, right? Yes. It takes hard work and to keep tying it to Disney. I one of my favorite Disney films is The Princess and the Frog. Oh, that's mine too. Frog. That's mine. Oh good. Yes, yeah. I love that movie. What I love about The Princess and the Frog, it's the only Disney princess film in the Disney catalog that no magic got her what she wanted. No magic whatsoever yes, got her what she true. wanted. Yes, she there was voodoo and she was a frog at one point. And yes, she ends up with the prince, right? Mm -hmm. But what did she want? She wanted that restaurant. And mm -hmm. you saw her working two serving jobs, saving the money, working hard. Oh yeah. For years yep. Just to get the building to open Tiana's place, right? Mm -hmm. And she ends up getting it in the end. And it's not because she married the prince. It's because she worked hard for many years to get it. That's right. And that's exactly why I love that movie. Yeah. Because it showcases hard work to it, it get is. to what you want. Yes. Yeah. So it's amazing. So so we have, of course, Colleen, I have like all the questions about your Disney experience. Bring <laughs> it on. Shifting bring gears. The, bring it on. All the secrets, Cam. <laughs> yeah, we need all the secrets. Sure. So I understand you've had, just from reading your website, that you had a number of jobs at Disney. And so yeah. one of them, and I'm very fascinated with this one. I know it sounds odd, but you did holiday light decorating. 
that true? Did. I did do holiday yes. light decorating. Oh my gosh. She's that. digging into my she's I digging into like my like a schoolgirl. Like, oh I know. I know. I like, I like, I holiday lighting. I would do that job. I would think that'd be the coolest job ever. I'm just saying. Yeah. So yeah, it you know, it was something I just did this past holiday season. I like to call myself a Clark Griswold of sorts. I've always decorated my house. <laughs> my wife and I my wife is a a former actress at Disney as well. So we've grown up with holidays begin, Halloween begins September 1st, if not earlier at our house. Yes. And Christmas begins November 1st, like the tree is up. Mm -hmm. That's how we, we operate. No, you're my we kind of month, two month yes. increment, yes. right? So I would always decorate my house all the way around in old fashioned light bulbs and all that. So I did that this year and someone in my neighborhood loved what I did. Funny enough, another Disney travel agent. Yeah. And and, and saying, could you decorate our house? I'll pay you. And I went, yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. I, did that. I did a couple others. And then I said, okay, I'm going to throw it onto Facebook on this wonderful Facebook group called Ear for Each Other. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Ear for Each Other? Yes. Which is helping out furloughed and laid off cast members with side hustles. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. it's amazing. But through that, I ended up doing over 22 homes. Wow. This, this past October through December, and I did Halloween and Christmas. Some houses I did both. Wow. And I was a full service thing. And then I, all of January, first half of January, I took it all down. So. <laughs> wow. Part of this, you know, you took it down too. I'll hook you up, Colleen. I'll hook you say, up. Will you okay? travel to South Carolina? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, my parents just moved to South Carolina. So no maybe. Way. Yeah, uh, they're moving to Bluffton. No, I, I don't think that's near, near me. Near but, but it's closer to me than you are now. So, you know, <laughs> <Correct. possibility. laughs> Yes. So what other what other jobs have you done? I know we know you're you've are friends with Stone Granite. Stone Granite. Yes. Stone Granite, a uh, <laughs> member of the Citizens of Hollywood. Yes. Uh, were you ladies big Citizens of Hollywood fans? Yes. I love that. I am. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the That's citizens part. of Hollywood. Yes. Were, were a improv street atmosphere, as we call it, is the Disney term. Street atmosphere. Street atmosphere. Street atmosphere. I've never that. heard that. I love it. Oh, you never heard that? That's no. what we call it. Yeah. yeah. So any improv character actors on the street, we call that street atmosphere or street mo for short. We should have known and, Disney would have a cute name for that. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> we have our own lingo and a lot of it is acronyms. A lot of acronyms. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But Stone Granite uh, was a fictional 1947 movie star, Hollywood matinee idol. And there were all different characters of high status and low status from actors to directors to kids off the bus to cops. And we created this whole old time Hollywood which is what Hollywood Studios, formerly MGM, was all about. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes. and we keep that I, that spirit alive. Mm. So, it's, like we always would say that it's the Hollywood that never was but always will be. <laughs> I like that. I get. So, yeah. was was it like every day you kind of got to make up what you were going to do that day, or you know, every day? That every day. So fun. It was great. I mean, we have a variety of bits little skits that we can do or we can just go out and improvise so what was great about that job is that we did five sets a day and at the top of the day we would all sit down and go depending on who was there that day go what do you want to do today 
and we made it up. So every day, wow. that, I mean, we had like one thing that we did every day, which was called the funniest citizen of Hollywood competition, yeah. uh, also known as 99. We would invent the 99 objects walking into a bar joke, and it was a joke contest. And we actually took suggestions from the audience and it was a competition every day where the rules were made up <laughs> and the winner was different every day. Wow, that's so fun. So I've always wondered this, and if you're yeah. not allowed to tell me because it's some industry secret, it's okay. But okay. what what do what do you guys do in between when you're out there doing your show? Like what like I've always wondered, like what are the cast members doing when they're not out on the street doing their little improv bit? Like, do you, are you just hanging out? Do you have another job that you do at the park? Like, I don't know. I, I can speak for what at least actors do you you tend to just be in your your break area wherever your break space is oh, okay. most of the time we're eating at least at our stage we love to eat <laughs> but there was a lot of eating involved and a lot of coffee drinking which got everyone hyped up every day yeah and it just was a lot of well in for florida cooling off yeah yes, a lot. yes. yeah you know because wearing three-piece polyester suits in 100 degrees and 100% humidity in the middle of August. Yeah, it, it's it's toasty. Yeah. So often, often it was changing shirts and getting a fresh shirt on. Oh, and, right. you know, so you look good for the next set. I guess we were thinking like maybe more glamorous backstage. Is that what you're well, thinking? More glamorous? Oh my gosh, we're getting our hair done. Yeah. And- yeah. Are you like sneaking in the back of rides and like getting on, you know, the slinky dog and <laughs> yeah. we're no, we're not sneaking onto the back of rides. No, uh, you, you come to find that once you work there, you know, uh, that kind of, it wears off. That wears no, off. No, no. I don't you know, know if I believe you camp. I'm going to go and try it first before I can say that's true. <laughs> some people, you know, some would run around and exercise. You know, if we had a big break, they would change clothes and put on just some running clothes and they would run around backstage and- That would not be me. <laughs> that was not me either. I thought they were insane, but to each their own. I'd be yes. eating like you were saying. I'd be like, I have another premium Mickey ice cream bar, thanks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes we, our boss would get us, if it was really hot, they'd buy us ice cream bars. Oh, from well, that's, oh, nice. that's nice. We'd have a little stash of that, but that, because I said we eat, it would barely last a day, so we would- <laughs> No. <laughs> so if you were off that day, you were kind of out of luck. If you <laughs> were coming in the next day, you most likely weren't going to get any. <laughs> so you said that it that kind of wears off on the ride and all the attractions, but you have to have like one favorite attraction that you have to ride all the time throughout all of the parks, not just oh, yeah. any of them. And I have to compliment you, Tina, on what a great segue that was right yes. now. Bravo. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> From one host to another, I went... Yes, Tina, that is a segment. I'm working on it. I'm getting better. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I don't know, folks, you can't see us right now, but, you know, Tina's got her headphones on. Yep, yep. She's the center of the Zoom screen for me. Oh. And she's just, she's taking this. I know. I have a very stylish mic, too, but I keep it off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But to answer your question, of, you wanted to know what's a favorite attraction of mine? Yes. From any park. It doesn't have to be. Okay, all, but... yeah. Okay, from any park, I could... Very simply, Carousel of Progress. <gasps> That's one of my favorites too. Oh my gosh, I have to ride that every time I'm there. That's, that's, an, that's an every time. 
every every time. time i have the plaque on my desk that it's there's a great big beautiful tomorrow is right on my desk under my computer screen so i see it every single day i love that song yeah i would uh, love to see that from behind the scenes <gasps> me too no you've never seen it you. You me too. I would, I would love to see that from behind the scenes. You know, a little tidbit, you were asking, what are you, what are you doing backstage? You know, sometimes uh, we've been able to get backstage tours of attractions, which is really awesome. Fun. Just a little side note. Haunted Mansion, of course, being one of the most awesome and incredible backstage tours ever. Oh, I would love to see that backstage. I but did that. But I would love to do the Carousel of Progress. I did the Keys behind. to the Kingdom tour a couple years ago. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, But I will say, you know, if I understand, like my daughter wants to do it so bad, but she's young still. And she has to be, you have to be like 16, I think, in order to do that, because I could see doing that. It really does sort of take away the magic once you go. It, um, it does. Yeah. It, yes. But if you've always been curious of how they do some effects... That it was show amazing. I, I love, we got up close and personal to all the parade floats and stuff. It was, oh, yeah. It was very cool. Absolutely. It's very cool. Did you get to go into the Utilidors on that? I bet you did, didn't you? The Utilidor. You Look do. at I did. Pauline yeah. with no, well, the no, I was going to ask you about, like, I mean, obviously you've been in the Utilidors. Like, what's it like down there? And do, why don't you tell everyone, Colin, what the Utilidor is the, for those of you? Okay. The Utilidors are the underground passageways that the cast members use to get from one part of the park to the other so that the guests do not see them in their costumes. And there you go. the trash gets sucked 60 miles an hour in tubes out like two miles away or something, which is also yeah. very fascinating to me. <laughs> oh, yes. And you you hear it down do there. You? You okay. hear it. You hear it and you smell it. Oh, yes. oh, that, that's a that's not a good side effect. <laughs> now I didn't notice the smell when I was on the tour. Yeah, but I was all yeah because that tour takes you down in there. Yes, yeah. but I was all like you know pixie dust magic over glazed eyes, going, "Wow, this is amazing." <laughs> I mean, it's really cool the first time you go in there and you're thinking, "Wow, oh, the castle's above me right now," or we're mm -hmm. you know we're underneath Liberty Square right now, you know and and trying as you're walking around it, you're trying to picture where you are in relation to what's above you. And that's always really interesting. That's fun. Yeah. The the biggest thing I, the biggest takeaway that I got from that tour is we came out and he showed us the real size of Main Street. It was it was amazing. I was like, oh, yeah. Why it's it's yeah, it's like shorter. It's like really. Oh yeah, yeah. They do I mean, a lot of tricks of the. Just like the castle looks yeah. taller than it really is. Yeah. Forced perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's forced perspective. Yeah, that is really yeah. fascinating. Yeah. So you know, have you ever gone into Magic Kingdom during the parties, and then mm -hmm. they take you back that back way instead of down through the main? Well, that lane. That's the true length of Main Street. So crazy, huh? Yeah, and I remember standing there shorter. going, yeah, I remember standing going, saying to our tour guide, I'm like, you're kidding, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why it always seems so crowded when you're <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So Kim, do you have like a favorite job that you've done at Disney, whether at Disneyland or Disney World? Oh like what's been your favorite? That's probably tough. It's tough. My wife always goes, what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite this? And I can never answer that question. And she gets Same way. I hate those questions. I do too. I know, but, but I, 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 I ask them all the time. I can give you a top three usually okay. for anything. Yeah. Okay. 
So throughout my Disneyland and throughout my Disneyland and Walt Disney World experience, highlights. The number one would have to be Block Party Bash. And I don't know if you guys ever saw Block Party Bash. It originated with the 50th anniversary of Disneyland. It was the street Pixar party, street parade that was at Disney's California Adventure Mm -hmm. back in 2005. It was hosted by the Green Army Men. And yeah, and there was a whole Toy Story unit. There was a Monsters Incorporated unit. There was a Bugs Life unit. And it was a street party with trampolines and acrobats and jumping stilts. And it was a true party. It was awesome. Well, I did that from its beginning at California Adventure. And while we were doing that, it was announced that it was going to transfer across the country to Hollywood Studios. And I was lucky enough to get in touch with the right people and audition. And that's how I made it to Florida was with Block Party Bash. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. So why Block Party Bash is so special to me is that I did it its entire run from California's entire run to the final day in Florida. And I was, why it's very meaningful to me, I was one of just a handful of people that came from Disneyland with it. Mm -hmm. And by the end, I was one of, I think, two still remaining, two or three still remaining, but I got to be the final one saluting everyone at oh, the gate. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Wow. Yeah, so it's like an awesome thing? picture that I have that I, I cherish, that it's just me and looking at all the Nerf balls we would shoot into the air, and it was incredible. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. So I, that that's number that's one, definitely one. for me. Yeah. Other Other highlights, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you know. So I, I was curious if maybe being on the Hoop-dee-doo musical review would be one because I read that's where you met your wife. <laughs> Funny enough, I know you read that. Did you read that in the Attractions magazine? I don't know what I read. I read it on some some article. Yeah, that was Thank the article. Yes. It's so funny. I just had to type, I had to write them yesterday and go, that's actually incorrect. And they're oh, like, no. oh, no. Oh, I actually met my wife many years prior at <laughs> Disneyland, but yes. <laughs> But, but yes, Hoop-dee-doo was actually where my wife was contracted. She was a full-time performer at Hoop-dee-doo and I was a sub-performer. I subbed two of the roles there. So occasionally uh, we would be paired up together or we would just be in the same shows together, depending on which character I was playing that night. And that's been great. You know, to add on to that, I've been very lucky enough to have my wife along my Disney journey for a big chunk of it. There's, Mm. we did, uh, Playhouse Disney live on stage back at, at California Adventure with Bear in the Big Blue House and puppets and all that. Oh, so we did oh, that wow, together. Wow. She was in Block Party Bash as a puppeteer. So we crossed paths there. We did Fantasmic <gasps> at Disneyland for, I did it for seven years. Oh, Fantasmic. Good. And wow. she did it for about half that. So we did, that's where we were dating was during Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. We actually met watching Fantasmic sitting Aww. next to each other. That's actually where we met. That's such a great thing. I like that story too. <laughs> there, there you go. And then years later, we come out here to Florida and we got to work together at the American Idol Experience, which was at Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. and hope you do as well. Now, did you guys ever go to the parks like when you weren't working? Good segue, Colleen. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to clap for Colleen's segue too. Yeah. Did we go, used to go to the parks? Are you saying prior to us working there? Or? I mean, like, no, while you were working there, was it? Like, oh, yeah. 
I don't know. Cause I like to go to the parks with my husband for like dates and you know, we, we celebrated our anniversary there when you're just the two of us. So I'm curious, like if you uh, work there, would you still go to the parks as like a date? We, oh yeah, obviously. Yes. Okay. We definitely would. Definitely would. I will say though that, you know, we don't go, we wouldn't go as often as you might think, you know, when you're working in the park. So that, on your day off, sometimes the last thing you want to do is go to the park. That's understandable. You know? But, oh, absolutely. We absolutely loved the perk of being able to go to the parks whenever we wanted to. Yeah. And and another thing I was curious about was, is, is it pretty common for people to meet their future spouses at Disney? Like, is there a lot of that cast members getting married going on? That does happen quite a bit. And I would say across all departments, you know, not just in entertainment, mm -hmm. but yeah, that happens a lot. Or a lot of couples, you know, they get married and then they come to Walt Disney World together and end up working together at the same time, too. So Not that happens list as well. Me, I don't know if I could talk my husband into it, but <laughs> I just would be like, no way. Although I will say, we went to Disney for our honeymoon. He thought I was nuts, and we were standing in Epcot, and he will say we should have did. We split it like we did a cruise, and we did. Disney and we did Disney. Oh, land and sea vacation. Yes, we did. And then, so we split it and we compromised one of the very first compromises. And yeah. we went to, to Walt Disney World the second half. And he he learned that he should always listen to his wife because <laughs> we're staying yes, at Epcot. I agree. And he said, we should have done this the whole time. This is great. Amazing. <laughs> yes. See, they learn to listen fast. We learn eventually. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We do. We are listening. I know you think we're not, but we are. I think it just eventually. Yep. <laughs> so we we always like to ask all our guests a couple of questions. So you already answered like your favorite attraction throughout all of Walt Disney World. So yeah. we have just a series of questions. So we're going to ask you if you don't mind. Of course. All right. So do you have a favorite park? A favorite park. Yeah, favorite. It's I know it's hard to pick, but and and yeah. why and why do you love it? Another one of those favorite questions. I know. I'm all about the favorites. But you know, I, I can't give a top three or I'm just leaving one park out. Yeah. So I know. You right. don't want to hurt its feelings. Yeah. Right. And are we saying exclusively Walt Disney World? Yes. Okay. Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Okay. Let's say Disney World. My favorite park now is Epcot. I love, especially the World Showcase. Mm -hmm. Yes. World Showcase is my favorite. I'm also a fan of old, old timey entertainment. And what I mean by that, attraction wise, like I love, like how I brought up Carousel of Progress. Mm -hmm. I love Listen to the Land, you know, or Living with the Land, excuse oh, me. Oh, yes. Listen to the Land, we all love. Back <laughs> when it had that song. You know, I love that old, I love the universe of energy. You know, I, it was all about that kind of stuff. But I love Epcot for just the World Showcase alone, all the awesome festivals that they have from food and wine to now the arts festival that's happening right now, Flower and Garden. It's a nonstop party now of festivals. But they also have my second favorite attraction at Walt Disney World, the American Adventure. Come on. Ooh. Oh, on. yes. If you're, if, you're a, if you're a fan of old school animatronic entertainment like I am, mm -hmm. Country Bears is right up there too. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. The American Adventure, yes. Yeah. Now speaking of old school attractions, do you like the Tiki Room? Yes, 
I do like the tiki room. I miss the fountain here at Walt Disney World. Oh, yes. I miss the fountain because remember they had the they had the one what did they call it the tiki room when it was Iago and Zazu and they took over for a little while. Then there was a fire and then they brought it back to the original version, Sands yes. the Fountain. You know. <laughs> And I come from Disneyland, so I remember the original that's still there, and it has the fountain and all the smoke and all that. But yes, I do love the Tiki Room. The Tiki Room is awesome. Okay, I got another another favorite. I'm sorry. You can tell I'm okay. the one who wrote these questions. So that's okay. So that's okay. All about the favorites. But, but, you know, it's and, a new year. I'm going to give you a definitive answer. Okay. okay. This, this okay. one is right up my alley because I am all about the food at Disney. So, Can we just, yes, yes. <laughs> all of the food. When you said, I love pot, food, I was like, yeah, eat and drink around the world. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> yes. So do you have a favorite place to eat at Disney at, at Walt Disney World? We'll say we'll narrow it down to at least Walt Disney World for you. Sure. Okay. Yes. I love eating all over the resort, but I'm going to say something that might actually surprise you. Restaurant that's probably going to be not too much of a surprise. Ohana, love Ohana at the Oh yes, yes, yes. You know, give me some fried pot stickers any day, and I'm the bread I'm, pudding. That's what I want. <laughs> bread, put the whole the whole thing. Just whole give thing, me yes. everything. Give me everything. Throw some fireworks in there. Yes, I'm good. But beyond that, and maybe to kind of help out listeners who are maybe considering taking a Disney vacation, one of my favorite things to do is actually to do the lounges at the resort hotels. Yes, yes, yes. There is one of really good food there. Really good food. Some You can find some really great cocktails. And can we just say two words? Bread service. <laughs> Bread service. Oh, hold on. You're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think, and you folks, if you're already listening, you can tell I already am. But bread service is actually, you can do a bread service tour at Walt Disney World that I've really? kind of come up with. That yeah. is a, a really great idea because I have had bread it. service at a couple of different restaurants and it is always amazing. Well, let me tell you, come with me right now. Let's go on a little tour. So okay. <laughs> a great place to start is at the Yacht Club and they have two great lounges there. They have the Ale and Compass, which mm -hmm. is the actual lounge to the restaurant. Oh, I love it. In there. Yeah. And the menu always kind of changes, mm -hmm. but last time I was there, they did a three rolls with all of these different types of butter as a bread service, which was delightful. <laughs> Second, and is really my favorite of the lounges is, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it at the moment, but it's the, oh, it's called Cruise Cup. Cruise Cup oh, is the connect yes. lounge to the Yachtsman. Yes, and yes. have some really good stuff in there. Let me tell you, Cruise Cup, Cruise Cup, write it down, write it down. After you take your Disney Cruise, Go here and get a cruise cup. It is the lounge next to the Yachtsman, which is a great steak restaurant on property. But the atmosphere is all wood. It's it's very cozy. It's small, but I've actually spent a birthday, several different birthdays and anniversaries in there because it's smaller. You don't need a reservation. Yeah. They have great drinks and they have Yachtsman-esque fare that they serve there. But on top of that, they serve the famous bread service from the Yachtsman, which is they cut the garlic right in half and they bake it and it become and the garlic cloves become butter on the bread rolls, on the onion rolls. Yeah. Two words, onion rolls. Come on. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so cruise cup. So that's my second because I told you I'm going to do three. 
And, and another place to get great bread service, which if no one knows about this, you need to know about it. It's the famous bread service at Sanaa. Yes. We're going to say Sanaa. I knew Come it. On. You, you have to. Hmm. You have to yeah. because Sanaa is the restaurant at the Vacation Club side of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Go to their bar. You can get some food. Get the bread service. Don't get anything else. Just get the bread service. Get a couple cocktails. And it's one bread service that you can share with everyone because it's huge. All these different flatbreads and crisps and breads that they give you. And I believe it was, isn't it like 12 different dips? It's a lot. It's like a that? lot of dips, yeah. It's a lot. And it goes from mild to spicy. And I love spicy food, so I pretty much love all of it. <laughs> and it's a great thing to it's just a great way to change up a, what you may think is a Disney World vacation. Yeah. It's not just the parks. And this is coming from someone that worked in the parks. It's not just the parks. Because you end up finding after you, if you've never done a Disney World vacation before, you go on vacation, you come home, and you need another vacation. Because you're <laughs> exhausted. You're exhausted. <laughs> you are. Right? You do, it's true. I always suggest to folks, if you're doing a week at Disney or five days, break it up. Yes. Give yourself a couple days, like go do a park, maybe another, and then take the day off. The next day, take sleep in, sleep in, <laughs> vacation, sleep in, make the maid pass you. You're not even going to get maid service. Just let them pass you and do a day at your own resort or my personal favorite, go and do a whole resort trip. Just bounce around from the different resorts. Mm -hmm. You can eat all day at all these different resorts. And you can do these lounges I'm talking about or discover a restaurant. And I don't know about you, I'm, I know you're a vacation planner, so maybe this is not the best thing to say, but I don't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> Take some time to not plan. Mm. Don't plan everything. You know, I know we've gotten so used to our apps and our phones and believe me, as a street entertainer, that's taken away from our experience as trying to entertain people because yeah. people are like, I can't do anything. I, I, I have a I have a fast pass. I've got a reservation. I got to go. You know, it's taking away the just enjoying yourself. Yeah. Go to a resort. Don't plan anything and just go with the flow and discover something. You may end up discovering you want to stay at that resort next time. And then you call Tina and Colleen and go, hey, yes, that's I right. Want, I want a great deal to go stay there. Yes, absolutely. I that I, I absolutely agree with everything you just said. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like right now is the most enjoyable I have ever spent time at the parks because you don't have to have everything planned out. There's no fast passes like you don't, you know, it's not very crowd. So it's like, you really, like, I've always told people, you don't want to go to Disney and just wing it because you won't enjoy yourself because you'll miss out on so much, but now you really can go and wing it. And it is so relaxing. And I, I wouldn't ever be able to say, I went to Magic Kingdom and it was relaxing. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, especially if you're someone who's been to Disney World or your family's been to Disney World many times, challenge yourself to, yeah, you book the hotel, you book a couple restaurants that you know you want to go to, but then just go with the flow. You know, I, I find that, I mean, this is my own personal style and what my wife and I love to do when we travel. You know, we got a destination and some of the best memories are because you went off the beaten path 
and just did something yeah. as opposed to going, I've got to do this. And then I've got to do this, mm-hmm. you know, Danny Tanner clipboard of fun from full house, right? When they went to Walt Disney world, you remember the Danny yeah. Tanner clipboard? Oh yes. Everything, yes. every, he wanted to, he wrote everybody's schedule out and they all threw it in the trash because they all just wanted to do what they I wanted was just to do. Danny, that's for Danny. Oh, oh Bob Saget. Oh, yes. uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just relax. That's that's yeah. the point of a vacation, right? Is to relax. You want you want to relax, relax, yeah. Because you're not going to be able to do everything. You're not going to. No. So just, just let it happen. Let it happen. Yep. And maybe that's the improviser in me. Now, you know, I'm on I'm unscripted, like what we're doing now. I'm unscripted. I didn't know where this conversation would go, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's just because we're just talking and just letting it happen organically. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Those are great tips. Yeah, I agree with Colleen and with you. Like we've been to to Disney this past year, both Colleen and I, and a couple of times with the pandemic. And I loved uh, the, we went in August, there was like, it was so laid back and it was just sure. super relaxing. We didn't have to have a lot of reservations. And I loved the low, I will say I, I loved the low crowd. It was sad to see at times, but I really, really enjoyed it because I felt like we got to do so much, but what I loved most about it was just chilling out with it and relaxing. And, and my husband didn't go with my daughter and I was just her and I, and I told him he should have came because it's like his ideal vacation. He wants like an old people, Disney vacation. So kind of like nothing wrong with that. I'm like what you're describing. Exactly. I want to sleep in. And if I want to go yes. do something, I'll go do it and then come back to the resort. <laughs> I don't want to be scheduled. You speak in my language. I've yeah. never been one of those to be there at the rope drop at park opening. I I'm, No, no, thank you. I've I'm only done I... that once. <laughs> rope drop? Yeah, I've only oh, done one time. You've only done rope, rope drop one time? Yeah. Yeah. My mind is literally blown right now, Tina. I can't even believe Because <laughs> you're a morning person. Like, I know. I, I know. I know I'm up at like five in the morning, so drop should be easy for you. <laughs> I know, but, but I have my family with me and they're not very cooperative in Leave the morning. Leave them behind. They can up with you. That's it. Don't plan. Just go. <laughs> yeah. They they can take a bus. They can get there That's on their true. own. And I'm That's all about true. rope drop. I've even done a few rope drop to fireworks days. Like that's I'm hardcore. Yeah. Get it. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So how old were you when the first time you went to Disney? Did you have like a, were you little or was it like? Uh, Yeah, we were a family in Southern California. So I I couldn't tell you my very first, I'd have to ask my parents how old I was. But I remember we we only went once a year and it was either spring break or summer. Mm -hmm. My parents, they would never pull me out of school. So we, we went on a spring break or a summertime. Funny enough, we never went during the holidays as a kid. I didn't experience Disney holidays until i worked there oh wow which was a whole brand new thing for me Mm -hmm. which was a great thing to experience so yeah ever since i was a kid growing up going to disneyland my favorite thing seeing the main street electrical parade that was my favorite thing ever and that's what made me want to work for disney was parades and so i'm excited that that was my very first thing i did for disney was the hercules victory parade in 97 when that film came out that was my very first job wow that's cool okay so do you have a favorite place to vacation other than disney Ooh. okay open it up to other travel (laughs) okay i got one for the country out of the country and out of the continent how about that okay perfect okay okay 
in the country, Savannah, Georgia. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you've never gone to Savannah, Georgia, one, Colleen, we love to eat. We love food. You got to go to Savannah. I mean, you're right. Tell me you've Not been. So far. It's like four hours from me. Have you never been? So I've gone for like a night, but I've never gone to actually experience the city. It's, and I'm really talking about the historic district of Savannah. Yeah. So great. The architecture is beautiful. It's a very walkable city. Great food. If you love alcohol, you it's actually in the historic district. You actually can buy a drink and then walk outside all mm. in the historic district with it. Wow. So you, you can drink and walk. They do pub crawls, specific ghost pub crawls, of course, because it's Savannah. Everything's haunted there. <laughs> uh, but it's just a beautiful city and I always tell Hannah, my wife, that that's where I would want to retire in one of those old, maybe it's the Hamilton in me. Maybe I have a very fascination with the American Revolution period of our history. I just love that architecture mm -hmm. and that old schoolness that I would love to live in Savannah. So that's my favorite in the country. Nice. I'd say that. Nice. Okay. Out of there, Canada. Oh my gosh. Ugh. I went on the Discover the Magic yes. tour. Went to Niagara Falls and Canada is just beautiful. Again, great food and great people. Mm. It's just, it's, I, I loved it there. Third, I've been a handful of times, but it's the UK. Love the UK. And the last time we went was for some best friends of ours were getting married. And we may, of course, if you're gonna pay the money to go to the UK, make a trip out of it. So we did, we made a whole 10 day trip out of it with only two days devoted to this wedding. And we started in London. We had only booked reservations for that hotel. And the rest of the week, we just drove the United Kingdom. And every night we would just go, all right, you tired? All right, let's look up on the app where, and we would stay at the Premier Inn, which is essentially like the Holiday Inn Express here in the States. <laughs> But it, it, basics of what you needed, it was clean and had air conditioning, love air conditioning, <laughs> important there. And that's what we did. So, you know, we went to Chats, Chatsworth House. We went to York. We went left, right. We went to Downton Abbey. You know, we went all over the place. Now I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> and if you've ever wanted, if you've ever thought, oh, I've always wanted to drive it, being on the wrong side of the road, it, it's very easy. Very, I, I picked it up very quick, literally in about five, 10 minutes, I was already a California driver going around people, but driving England was absolutely incredible. Wow. Because you put in, you know, if you're like, oh, we want to go to this next landmark, it's going to take you the shortest route. And the shortest route usually was down country roads. I'm not kidding you. Country roads that you don't even think one car could pass, but you've got to make two cars pass each other. Oh, wow. That kind of. Oh my, but it was amazing because all of a sudden you see there's sheep and there's cows. And it feels like when the sun comes out that literally you're living in a high definition television commercial. Wow. That's how like, it's the greenest greens, the bluest blues. Yeah. Just, just drive, just make it, have some places you want to go, but how you get there and where you're going to stay. I don't know. Just go with it. You can have some ideas, but just go with it. And that was the best part of the trip was of course seeing our friends get married, but I loved <laughs> yeah. it, love, but I loved it, but I just loved driving it. And to add an addendum back to the US, I loved doing the fall foliage in the Northeast. Oh yes. 
if you've ever done that. And we did the exact same thing. We flew into Hartford, Connecticut, and we did a week of going all the way down to Sleepy Hollow because it was Halloween time, yeah. right? We did Sleepy Hollow. We went all the way up to New Hampshire and the King Pumpkin Festival. We went all the way up to Maine, did some time in Boston, and then came back to Connecticut. And we did that all in a week. And we only had one hotel reservation for one night. That's awesome. The rest, we just drove. And I think that's a fun way to vacation. Yeah, you can have great vacation planners that can get you there and give you some ideas mm -hmm. of what to do. And, oh, if you want to stay at these type of hotels, you can do that. We can book a couple along so you're not stressed every single day where you're going to stay. <laughs> and maybe you want to plan it out. That's okay. I'm not saying don't do that. But just be open to not being so confined to our devices. Mm. You know, experience the beauty of travel, you know, absolutely. I actually, I'm actually from New England. So I was born in New Hampshire oh. and lived in New England up until six years ago when we moved down here. So I loved hearing about that. Your time with the full. I'm sorry. It's just, if you've never seen it, the fall foliage, no picture does it justice. Oh no, no, no. it's beautiful. There's no technology that can give you those reds, those golds. It's it's so stunning that you have trouble keeping your eyes on the road because it's so beautiful. It's, I remember crossing over from Massachusetts into Vermont and it just was like a sea of leaves. And it was like, holy moly, you know? Kind of like, remember the Robin Williams film, What Dreams May Come? That's a very yes, sad movie. Yeah. But remember how vibrant color, you know, heaven was or yeah. purgatory was? I forget. But how beautiful that was, that's how stunning and vibrant it was. It's such a great trip. And some of you here in the States when flying may not be the option right now for safety. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. The road trip is making a comeback. I love a good road trip. I do. It's a good time. It is. I enjoy, I, I wonder how the fall foliage here in Pittsburgh, like in our mountains compared to what you have up there, Colleen. No, we'll have to get your... up there and, and compare, Tina. We should, but I can't wing it though. So I'm like, it's like that's that's okay. I'm the person that's like, okay, we have to be here, you know, <laughs> to stop here. <laughs> I need to relax a little more, but yeah. But you're a travel planner. It's what you do. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's what you do. I agree. And I have to say, I... when we visited Pittsburgh on the tour, oh my gosh, what a great city. I, I need to go back to, I've been to Philadelphia a couple times now, mm -hmm. but Pittsburgh, that was my one and only time I've been and so beautiful there. I need to explore it more. I did go to the Mr. Rogers Museum exhibit. Oh yes. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Mr. Rogers fan. He's a mentor to say for mm -hmm. me, He's such a great, great person. He was a great, great man. And to see all the, because they filmed it in Pittsburgh. They did, yes. They filmed Miss Rogers in Pittsburgh. And so they have, you know, the castle from the neighborhood of make-believe and some of his sweaters and the sets and the oh, tree. Cool. X the owl and Daniel's clock. Incredible. Yes, his, okay. unfortunately, his wife just passed away not too long ago. Oh. And their home isn't too far from, from where I live. And if you do love Mr. Rogers, like I do, if you mm -hmm. come down to Florida, something you can do on a day off from Disney, mm -hmm. he went to Rollins College, which is a college in Winter mm -hmm. Park, which is a suburb of Orlando. So it's just north of Orlando, about 30 minute drive from the parks. His college is there and you can actually, in normal times, I don't know if they're doing it right now, but they do a whole boat tour because we're Florida, we have lakes everywhere, but there's this whole boat tour of all these beautiful homes on the lake around Rollins College. And you see Mr. Rogers' house on there and a, 
they pay a lot of attention to Mr. Rogers because people know he was from, he went there for many years and his, so did his wife. They both graduated from Rollins. Mm -hmm. That's, and they have memorials for him all around the college and they do have a Mr. Rogers walking tour there that you can do and go, this was his dorm. And you know, the, uh, that's uh, cool. This, this is where he learned to play piano and all that sounds great. That is cool. Cool. So we are going to wrap it up. So before we let you go, so we always ask our guests if they could share what we call a pixie dust moment. So it's a very special, memorable moment that you maybe experienced in your own personal life that you would want to share or at Walt Disney World. You pick. We'd love if you could share. Sure. I know exactly what it is. But I want to preserve the magic to a degree. So okay. uh, you have to read between the lines. This was many, many years ago when this happened. We're probably talking the late 90s, early 2000s, possibly. At Disneyland, I was doing the Sword in the Stone ceremony with a famous bearded man, as the famous bearded man. Yes. And we recently in the news at that time, in Northern California, there had been a, sh- a shooting at a Jewish school, a Jewish center, which had happened a few weeks prior maybe even been a few months prior. Well, my manager had told me that they're going to do, we're going to do a magical moment, which I would love to do. And we're going to, can we choose this young boy who was at that school and has had a very rough time recovering to pull the sword out of the stone. So did the whole show. He pulled the sword out of the stone. We had a really nice uh, few moments after the show with him. And I, which just, this next part is just my favorite part is that the parents pulled me aside and said, that's the first time we've seen him smile since all of the events had happened that he witnessed. Wow. So for me, that's that there's the Disney pixie dust. There's the Disney magic of what, what Disney can do. What, what I loved doing for over 23 years was taking people out of the real world for a little bit and reminding them that there's good in the world, there's great in the world, and there's things to be happy about. And I, I will always remember that moment, always. And that was, when it, that was early on in my Disney career, but it still has lasted a lifetime for me. I can see why. That's yes, absolutely. Very touching yeah. story. That's just amazing. Yes, thank you so much for sharing. We truly appreciate it. So I, I just love that story. And that was a favorite. To my eyes. That was a favorite, you guys. It was a favorite. Three. I know, we didn't even call it a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I just can't hear the word favorite. Yes, yes. So, well, thank you so much um, for joining us today. We truly appreciate it. And until, oh my God, thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. And until next time, may all your vacations be magical.